Happy day. This is Dr. Mary Ann DiOrio, novelist and life coach, welcoming you to another episode of Winning with the Word. Today is May 3rd, 2021, and this is episode number 13 of series 2021. This episode is titled, How to Be Healed. I frequently receive prayer requests from around the world and am always honored to pray for people. Significantly, the request I receive the most is the request for physical healing. Perhaps you too today need a physical healing. If so, this message is for you. Today, I'd like to share with you what the Bible says about healing and how you too can be healed if you only believe. Sickness is a plague that has afflicted mankind since the fall of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Sickness entered the world through sin. When Jesus came to earth to die for us, he paid the price, not only for our sin, but also for our sickness. In other words, he redeemed us not only from sin, but also from sickness. Sin and sickness no longer have dominion over the born-again child of God unless we allow them to. The defeat of sin and the defeat of sickness are the two parts of the atonement. This is the reason we use both bread and wine in Holy Communion. The bread represents the broken body of Jesus as he took 39 stripes on his back to pay for our sicknesses. Interestingly, there are 39 official categories of disease recognized by the medical profession. So the 39 stripes that Jesus took covered all 39 categories of disease. The wine in Holy Communion represents the blood he shed to pay for our sins. That blood washes us clean and makes us righteous before God. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22, referring back to Leviticus chapter 17 verse 11, says that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. In other words, forgiveness of sin requires the shedding of blood. In the Old Testament sacrifices, animals were killed every year on the Day of Atonement, and their blood was shed so that the people's sins would be forgiven. When Jesus died, he was the final sacrifice. He was the Passover lamb who fulfilled the Old Testament law and established the New Covenant or New Testament. He was the one who forgave our sin and healed our sickness once and for all. Both sin and sickness were paid for by Jesus on Calvary. Forgiveness and healing are part and parcel of the new covenant into which we enter when we accept Christ as our Savior and Lord. As born-again believers, we should expect to walk in health just as much as we expect to walk in forgiveness. But the reality is that most Christians do not walk in healing and health. Most Christians are sick. This should not be the case, but sadly it is. The chief reason for this state of affairs is, I believe, a lack of knowledge. In Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, the word of God says this, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. 
The lack of the right kind of knowledge will bring destruction. So, what do we need to know about healing in order to receive it and to stay healthy? Here are some key truths that we must believe in order to receive our healing. Number one, God can heal. I think most of us would agree with that statement. We recognize that God can do all things because he is God. Psalm 89 verse 13 describes God as follows. You have a mighty arm, strong is your hand, and high is your right hand. Number two, God wants to heal. It is never God's will for anyone to be sick. God is love, and love never wants to see a loved one sick. In the beautiful story of the leper who came to Jesus for healing, found in Matthew chapter 8, verse 3, the Bible says this, Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. The dear leper had asked the Lord if he was willing to heal him, and the Lord replied, I am willing. If the Lord was willing to heal the leper, he is willing to heal you. God is full of compassion. Listen to Matthew 14, verse 14. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. Not only is God full of compassion, but he also does not use sickness to teach us. He uses his word. In Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25 and 26, we read this, Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to sanctify her, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. So God uses his word, the Bible, to teach us, not sickness. Number three, God wants to heal you. Yes, you. Most of us don't have a problem believing that God can heal or that he wants to heal in general, but we have a big problem believing that he wants to heal us. This truth is contrary to what many of us have been taught. Many of us were taught that God chooses whom he wants to heal, that he's selective, or that healing stopped with the death of the apostles, or worst of all, that God inflicts sickness upon us to punish us. But consider this, God is our father. What kind of father would punish his children by making them sick? Consider the goodness of our heavenly father as revealed in Romans chapter 8 verse 32. Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Number four, God already paid the price for your healing. First Peter chapter two, verse 24 verifies this. It says, by his stripes, you were healed. But you may be asking, how do I receive my healing? We receive our healing in the same way we receive everything else from God, 
by faith. In other words, simply by believing that we were healed by Jesus. Just as there is nothing we need to do to receive forgiveness of sins except to receive that forgiveness, so it is with healing. All we have to do is receive what Jesus died to give us. How do we receive? By faith. We receive by simply taking Jesus at his word. He said he were healed, we were healed, then we were healed. Simple as that. We often make Christianity so difficult, but Jesus said we just need to be like little children to experience the kingdom of heaven. We read this in Matthew chapter 18, verse 3. Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Unless we are like little children and have the faith of little children, we will never experience the promise of healing and every other promise God made to us. Number five, healing is the children's bread. When one is born again, one becomes a child of God. With that status, one receives all of God's blessings, including healing, because one received Jesus himself. Romans chapter 8, verse 11 is a powerful verse. It says this, The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by this same Spirit living within you. Sickness is an offshoot of sin. If there had been no sin, there would be no sickness. Each is one side of the same coin. But Jesus delivered us from both sin and sickness. Jesus defeated not only the power of sin over us, but he also defeated the power of sickness over us. He did his part. He died and paid the price for our sin and our sickness. Now we have to do our part. Our part is to believe and receive. It's as simple as that. And now for those of you who are listening and who are sick with any disease whatsoever, I want to pray for your healing. As I pray, I want you to believe that you will experience healing. Keep your eyes on Jesus as I pray. Father God, I come to you in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus on behalf of all of my listeners who are sick with any disease whatsoever. You healed them all. So, Lord Jesus, with the authority you have given me as your child, and in your mighty name, I command every sickness to leave the body of every one of my listeners now. With the power you have given me as your child, in the name of Jesus, I release your healing power into the bodies of my listeners now. Thank you, Lord, that you are faithful to do what you said you would do as we believe you and trust in you. Amen. 
Now, when you receive your healing, I want you to write to me and send me a praise report at drmarianne@mariandiorio.com. Expect that Jesus has already done his healing work in you, and you will begin to see a change in your body. If you have not yet received Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, I urge you to do so now. To receive Christ is to receive forgiveness, healing, and everything else you will ever need. Just pray this simple prayer with me now. Lord Jesus, I need you to save me. I am a sinner in need of your mercy and grace. I ask you now to come into my life. I receive you as my personal Savior and the Lord of my life. Thank you for forgiving me and healing me. Thank you for welcoming me into your family. In your name I pray. Amen. If you prayed this prayer sincerely, please write to me at drmarianne at com. I would like to send you a free e-booklet that will help you get started in your walk with Christ. I also encourage you to get yourself a Bible and read it every single day. The Bible is God's love letter to you, his manual for your life. In the Bible, God reveals who he is and he teaches you how to live. Finally, ask the Lord to lead you to the church of his choice for you, where you can learn about him and have fellowship and encouragement with other Christ followers. It is critically important in these last days to fellowship with other believers who are mature in Christ and can guide you as you grow in him. If you are not yet a subscriber to the Winning with the Word blog and podcast, I urge you to click on the link below to subscribe now so you will not miss a single weekly episode. Please tell your family and friends about Winning with the Word, and please pass this podcast and post on to them. For those of you who may not know, I write fiction about many of the issues I deal with in this blog and podcast. My latest novel, novel, Miracle in Milan, will be released in June. It is a story about the power of forgiveness, but you can pre-order a copy now on Amazon.com for only $1.99. I also encourage you to visit my website bookstore at com slash book dash table. This podcast is funded by listeners like you. If you have been blessed by winning with the word, I invite you to become one of my special patrons on patreon.com. For only $1, $3, or $5 a month, you can help me proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the world. Winning with the word now reaches 48 countries on six continents because of your faithful support. So please help me to keep winning with the word on the air by becoming one of my valued patrons. Your patronage helps to cover the cost of producing, hosting, and distributing Winning with the World to the four corners of the earth. Patrons receive special benefits, including free books, short stories, podcasts, and videos. So join my wonderful team of patrons and become part of something great. To become a patron, go to patreon.com slash winning with the word. This week's podcast is being sponsored by patron Christine Stripmatter. Thank you, Christine, for being a valued patron and for choosing to become a part of something great. I would like to thank all of my patrons who are making this podcast possible. I could not do this without you. Finally, be sure to check out my latest nonfiction book, The Iron Saint. This book, modeled after the Iron Man Triathlon, 
talks about the coming persecution of the church in America and how you can prepare for it. The Iron Saint is available on Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, and other major book purchasing venues. Get a copy for your pastor as well. Until next time, remember that God loves you just as you are and just where you are and that he will help you to keep on winning with the word.